0: Hello, this is Marlene Borsch with Saskatchewan wheat Market Outlook for October 4th. More detail on the wheat markets can be found in the written report on the Celsk wheat website. Wheat futures were up again last week. This occurred mainly following the USDA reports on September 30th that were bullish for wheat and this led to a strong rally into the weekend. Basically, USDA put U.S. wheat supplies at the lowest level in 14 years specifically in futures last friday these 21 contract chicago winter wheat closed at 755 up 31 cents on the week kansas hard red winter wheat closed at 759 up 40 cents on the week and these 21 minneapolis hard red spring wheat closed at 929 up 13 cents on the week in the cash markets there were also some significant activities Tunisia was back in the market over the weekend for 125,000 tons of wheat for November through December 21. Algeria bought an estimated 450,000 tons of wheat at around US 364 per ton. Pakistan was in the market for 640,000 tons with the lowest offer put at 377 US per ton. And Jordan was in the market for 120,000 tons of wheat. There are also more Chinese vessels appearing on the French lineup. And U.S. export sales were again slow at 290,000 tons, leaving the season total at 408 million bushel. This is down 20% on last year. It should be noted that the vast bulk of all recent business has been for nearby positions, and forward cover remains fairly poor. Here are some of last week's major news in the wheat markets by major wheat origin. We are starting with Canada. Average protein levels of wheat samples submitted to the CGC thus far are close to 15%, uh, 14.8% average to be precise, which is well above the 13.5% average. So protein spreads might be narrow this year as this quality can be blended off with lower quality product to get to the 13.5 protein milling requirement. In shipping wheat aid, Canadian spring wheat exports were 265,000 tons for a season total of 2.3 million tons. That's at 73% of last year's volume, down 876,000 tons already. Derm wheat. The record low production and tight stocks in the U.S. will be positive for Canadian Durham prices. We have seen this recently as Durham bids have risen back to the $20 bushel level. In shipping week date, Canadian Durham exports were 37,000 tons for season total of 576,000 tons, that's 39% more than last year to date. However, over the crop year, Durham exports will likely be about 35% lower this year than the five-year average of 4.9 million tons due to the lower supply levels. Local bids have started to rise again, reflecting the rise in global wheat prices. Over to the United States. According to USDA small grain summary last week, the 2021 U.S. wheat production dropped by 12% or minus 5.8 million tons from 2020. Specifically, soft white wheat, hard red spring wheat, and durum wheat production dropped by a big 47%, 44%, and 45%, respectively. The classes soft red winter and hard red winter were the only classes to increase in production and did so by about 2.5 million tons each hard red spring wheat and durum wheat, which both compete directly with Canadian wheat, are down by 6.3 million tons and 840,000 tons respectively. The decrease in production per the USDA report contributed to the small 1,780 million bushel stock number. This was 72 million bushel less than expected and 378 million bushel less than last year. Winter wheat planting in the U.S. is 34% complete. However, dry weather conditions have extended the drought all the way from North Dakota down to Texas. Over to Australia. Australian crop prospects remain generally quite good, and China was again reported as a significant buyer of wheat from Australia this past week. On to Argentina. Information on the Argentine GM wheat situation remains sketchy and unclear. And for now, everything should be treated with caution. However, there are reports that suggest that the planting of GM wheat in Argentina is scattered over a wide area in, into regions south of the Buenos Aires province, close to the Bahia Blanca are cited. If correct, this will heighten GM concerns for the export market. In fact, in response to the GM wheat reports, Brazilian flour millers are threatening to stop buying wheat from Argentina if Brazil approves GMO wheat imports officially. To give you some background, Argentina's Bioseres SR has developed a genetically modified wheat resistant to drought and ammonium glufosinate. This GMO wheat has reported, reportedly been planted on f- about 55,000 hectares. Brazil imports 6 to 7 million tons of wheat annually, most of which usually comes from Argentina. If a GMO ban were to occur, it could have considerable impact on world trade and forb spreads. Argentina might be obliged to find other destinations, which could lead to lower fall prices to compensate for the higher freight rates to go further afield. Always assuming, of course, that they could find other destinations that would accept GM imports. At the same time, the US, Russia, and the EU would be vying for access to Brazil's market. We will need to follow the Argentine GM wheat story going forward. On to the EU. Matif Wheat hit contractor highs rising almost 7 euros per ton in the immediate aftermath of the USDA report. It did give back about 5 euros per ton towards the close of the week. But aside from the USDA report, there was support from ongoing demand, which continues unabated. For example, Tunisia was back in the market for the Noftis position over the weekend, and it should be noted. That the vast bulk of all recent business is for nearby positions and forward cover remains poor. On to Black Seaweed. Last week's rumors of a 31.5 million season cap on Russian wheat exports seems to have been cons- confirmed today, but with an additional quota within a quota, um, which further regulates exports from February 15th onward. This, plus the rising export tax, will push exporters to get wheat out the door as quickly as possible, and today only r- the only Russian offers available were for first half October. So what can we conclude from all this for the week? Well, the pace and volume of import demand shows no sign of relenting. The Northern Hemisphere harvest is only just over, but cash wheat continues to make new highs And while the Southern Hemisphere looks good, it cannot solve the overall supply problem. Fears of additional Russian export restrictions hover in the background and seem to solidify. Bullish USDA numbers for wheat have moved the markets higher. We still see no reason to expand sales for now, as end-users continue to expand coverage. This is Marlene Börsch with the Saskatchewan wheat Market Outlook. You can find the complete report online at sasqueed.ca. Have a great week.